All right, great to have you today on A Little Grace to Grow. I want to read a passage of Scripture out of Job chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, and one that feareth God, and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? I want to talk to you about men who wouldn't quit when the devil was after him. Now the reality is this. If you are serving the Lord, if you are trying to make a difference, you're going to face spiritual warfare. Now, I can't exactly say that you're going to face the devil because he's not omnipresent. And I don't know if you or anyone that is listening to me, let alone me, I know are worthy of that type of adversary. But nevertheless, in the sense of those who are demons that are serving the devil, there is spiritual warfare when you and I try to do something for the Lord. And we find here, Job is a man who's been walking with God, been serving the Lord faithfully, and the devil is accusing him of his faithfulness only because of material things. And God is going to prove him wrong, and Job is going going to reveal it through some very difficult times. What we learn about the book of Job and the story of Job is he didn't quit when the devil was after him. And, of course, there's a whole lot more involved there. But let's consider a few things, okay? In verse 10, we didn't read this, but verse 10, Job 1, "...hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land." That is Satan's testimony of Job, that God had put a hedge about him. And by the way, if you want God to put a hedge about you, uh, then you should have a heart to please the Lord. Be willing to examine your life in the light of God's word. And as you are walking with the Lord, you can have that assurance, he is your protector, he'll put a hedge about you, let alone your family. All right, God puts a hedge around those who do as well. Now, what we see here is Satan can only attack with God's permission when we are in God's will. So if we are experience, if we are serving the Lord and we are in the will of God and we face this spiritual adversity, friend, I am telling you, God already knows and God has allowed it. And if God has allowed it, you can make it, okay? Third thing I'd like to point out is this. Satan will attack those who oppose him. I love this story about George Whitfield, the great revivalist, great evangelist of the 18th century. In large part, he was responsible for the Great Awakening, or God used him for the Great Awakening in America. As he was getting off the boat in the Boston Harbor for probably the third, his third visit to make a tour of the New England area and preach the Word of God, there were a lot of apostate preachers who hollered out, Whitfield, we don't want you here. And Whitfield looked at them, and this has been recorded. He says, 
neither does the devil. Because he knew who the real enemy was. It wasn't those apostate teachers. It was a spiritual warfare. You know, the devil will expose those who oppose him if they don't know Christ. In Acts chapter 19, verse 15, we read of a story of these seven sons of Sceva who had witnessed the apostle Paul cast out demons. And they thought they could conjure up this power by using the name of Jesus. By the way, the devil knows fakes. He is mindful of a fake. And so these fellows tried to uh, rebuke this demon from this demon-possessed man. But they tried to do it with a profession, but not the possession of salvation. And when they said, we adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preacheth. See, they couldn't testify that they had trusted Christ themselves. The devil attacked them and run them off. Powerful lesson there, okay, to try to do the Lord's work without knowing the Lord. You make yourself very vulnerable for the devil to destroy your life. Number four, Satan will take advantage of those who walk in pride. Twice in the New Testament, in 1 Peter and in James, the Bible says, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Even Peter, Jesus said, Satan hath desired the and to be sifted. And uh, what it was, he needed his pride sifted. And the Lord Jesus told him, though, but I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. We find in First Chronicles 21, David, when he counted the people, it was a result of pride. And we see in First Chronicles 21.1, it was Satan that tempted him. The devil sniffs out our pride and he'll take advantage of that. It's interesting, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27, the order of these verses is very significant. It says, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. You know, a lot of times we mishandle anger because of our pride. We hold on to bitterness. uh, We become malicious because of pride. Only by pride cometh contention. Well, verse 27 says this, Neither give place to the devil. So verse 26 says, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Verse 27 Neither give place to the devil. You see, because if you and I allow pride to rule our heart, we're opening the door for the devil to take advantage of our lives. We will not be able to endure. Learning from Job, he did not get bitter. Oh, he got better. He had three people accusing him over and over and over of secret sin. That was difficult. But he did not let his pride get in the way there. Fifth thing I'd point out, submission and humility before God is the means by which we endure and conquer Satan's attacks. It's interesting, in James chapter 4, verse 7, the Bible says, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. That order is very important. You and I have to humble ourselves to be submissive to the Lord, but only then can we resist the devil. We have no strength to overcome satanic darts and uh, power in and of ourselves, only through the grace of God. And we only get God's grace when we humble ourselves before him. 
Pride attracts the devil. Humility and gratitude to God repels the devil. The devil attacked the Apostle Paul on a number of occasions, but in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the Bible says that a messenger, messenger of Satan had come to buffet Paul with a thorn in the flesh. And I don't know the details of that. All I know, it was uncomfortable. And Paul had prayed three times that the Lord would remove this. And finally, the Lord said to Paul, rather than remove this thorn, I'm going to give you grace to endure it. And Paul would testify that God's grace was sufficient. It was sufficient. You and I only get grace when we're humble. He giveth more grace to the humble, said James, and said Peter. That's the way you can stay faithful when you feel like the devil's after you. Stay humble. Seek the grace of God. Walk with the Lord, and he'll get you through it. God bless you. I hope you have a fantastic day.